0: Gold's glue. Now Mr. Ryder has again used English translations for Sanskrit names. Hermit's name is crop ear and in Sanskrit the name was Tamrachuda. Another ascetic's name is white bottle and in Sanskrit it Brihatsvik which means big buttocks or hips. Gold and in Sanskrit it is hiranyaka. So here goes the story. In the southern country is a city called Maiden's Delight, and in the neighborhood a shrine to Shiva. In a cell nearby lived a hermit named Crop Ear. During his begging hour, he would fill his arm's pole with dainties from the city, eatables, jellyfied, melting in the mouth, toothsome, flavored with sugar freku, and pomegranate. Then returning to his cell, he satisfied himself according to the ordinance, hid what food was left in the alms-ball, and hung it on a peg, keeping it for the servant's breakfast. On this foot I subsisted with my companions, and so the time passed. Since I nibbled his foot, however carefully he hid it, the hermit was disgusted. In the fear of me, he moved it from place to place, always hanging it higher. Even so, I got at it easily enough and ate it. Now one day, a guest arrived, a holy man named White Bottom, and Crop Ear welcomed him, paid him due respect, and relieved his fatigue. At night, they lay on the same couch and started to relate pious tales, but Crop Ear's thoughts were so preoccupied with mice that he kept striking the arm's bowl with a fragile bamboo and returned an absent-minded answer to White Bottom as he told a pious tale. Then the guest grew extremely angry and said, Come, Croppier, I perceive that your friendship is dead, for you do not talk with me wholeheartedly. So night though it be, I shall leave your cell and go elsewhere, for there is a saying come enter news from town a chair you look run down welcome why have you slighted our home so long delighted such kindly words as these may set the mind at ease and friends be glad to go where they are greeted so and again whenever host looks vaguely round or fix their glances on the ground the guests who visit such a place are hornless, yet of divine race. You should not visit any home from which no gentle greetings come, which fails in eager promptitude, with gossip touching bad and good. But this you do not understand having forgotten. Friendship through pride in the ownership of one mere self, so that you seem to dwell here, but in reality you have earned a place in hell. For the proverb says, A certain course for a hell to steer, Become a chaplain for a year, Or try more expeditious ways, Become an abbot for three days. Poor fool, you take pride in what should cause contrition. When he heard this, Cropier was terrified and said, Do not speak thus, holy sir. There is no friend nearer my heart than you. Pray here the reason of my inattention. There is a villainous mouse that jumps and climbs to my arm's bowl, however high I hang it, and he eat my leavings. Thus, the servants get no recompense and refuse to tidy up. So to frighten the mouse, I strike the arm's ball repeatedly with my bamboo. This is the whole story. But I should add that the villain has such cleverness in jumping as to put cats, monkeys, and other creatures to the blush. Then Whitebottom said, Have you found the mouse hole anywhere? Holy sir, said Cropier, I have not. Surely, said the other, his hole is over his hold. Beyond question, the fragrance from his hold makes him spry. For... The smell of wealth is quiet enough to wake a creature's turner stuff and wealth's enjoyment even more with virtuous giving from his store. It is certain Mother Shandli, if bargaining in sesame, her hulled grains for the unhulled kind had some good reason in her mind. How was that? asked Crop-Ear and Whitebottom told the story of Mother Sandli's bargain. Thank you.